Hello and welcome to the Gospel Every Day podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today. Today's reading is Proverbs 9:12. It reads like this. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. All right, so in the reading today, Keller goes through and really paints this beautiful picture of what things used to be in community versus how things have drifted today. And I'll be honest, it really caught me by surprise to think about how different we as Western Americans have become. So he paints briefly this picture of an ancient cultural understanding of community. It above all else defined who you were, meaning the community that you were a part of defined who you were, right? Today, that just does not seem to be true. Most people seek sort of this, I must be true to myself mentality, or it's really common for people to talk about, I must follow my passion. I have to discover who I truly am and I need to become who I am. The natural expectation with that perspective then becomes that my community must accept who I am and change in order to help me become the fullest expression of who I've decided to become. That is like a complete reversal from an ancient understanding of community. The, it, it just drifts so far from Jesus's experience, which leads me just to believe that the further we drift away from Jesus's experience, the further damage that it might cause us in our worldview and in our perspective, right? So when we get away from this idea that our community actually helps define and shape us and think that that really it's better for this very hyper-individualistic approach, that the result is going to end up becoming loneliness and isolation. As the proverb says, alone you will suffer. Forcing people around us to change based off what we want to be true about ourselves is pretty tricky business. We cannot change anyone but ourselves. So a few years ago, I was doing some premarital counseling for a couple that was facing some difficulties. They had not yet uh, gotten married. They had been dating for several years. And, uh, you know, as you are when you date, there's some things in your relationship that um, that you really love. And then there's some other things that you are frustrated by, some certain things that you want to change. Now, as I sat with them, though, one single issue continued to come to the surface. I kept hearing things like this. If he would just change, everything would be better. Or if she would just work this out, if she could just deal with her past, we would all be better, right? Change how you talk, change what time you come home, change your expectations. It was just change, change, change. The expectation that this relationship had on each other was a very challenging obstacle to overcome. Anytime a relationship is built on a foundation, and I mean a relationship like a friendship, community, a dating relationship, a marriage relationship, if it is built upon the expectation that others will change and that you won't have to, you are heading towards a lonely existence. 
Keller, in this day's devotion, reminds us that Christians, the followers of Jesus, you and I, that God's will above all else is what matters most, not our personal individual desires and demands. It is God's will that reigns supreme in our life. So whether that's in a a human relationship that you have, whether it's the way that you view the world, what is it that you're really struggling with today? This individualistic approach has found its way into almost every one of our worldviews, into our perspective, the way in which we live our life. If the other person would change and I won't have to, well, that's an individualistic approach. Similarly, if we think that the whole world's going to just change around what we want in life, that's another individualistic approach. The problem with that approach is that it means that we are also choosing that our perspective, our desire, our plans exist well above God's plan. It exists above God's will for our life. Now, for some, when we were reminded that God's will is what what reigns supreme, for some of us, that's really encouraging because your deepest longing is to be with God, to be more like Jesus. You trust that all that you have received has been given to you by your heavenly father who loves you. You see him at work in challenging situations. You give him praise for all the good in your life. You are comfortably at peace within the hand of God, trusting that he has your best interest in mind. But for others, that idea of God's will reigning supreme in your life is a terrifying prospect. You might even ask yourself, who is this controlling God forcing his will into my one and only life? It brings to my mind the parable of the talents that can be found in Matthew chapter 25. There's this pivotal shift that takes place. The the story goes that Jesus uh, tells a master is going on a journey and he calls his servants together and three servants are brought forward and he gives a, out of a distribution of his own wealth, he gives each of the servants a different um, amount. Um, One, he gives uh, five talents, the next he gives two, and then the third he gives one talent. And when the master returns, he essentially asks them to come forward and to give an account of what they have done with his wealth, with his possessions. And The third servant, the one who had been given the least, he proclaims of the master. He says, I know you. You are a harsh man, reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't planted any seed. And it's just this powerful perspective that how you view the master is exactly how you will experience the master's kingdom. Think of it this way. Imagine that you're about to start a new job. And you are informed that your supervisor is tough, is critical, and harsh. Well, you're going to enter that job expecting that person to act that way, so you will act different because of your anticipated experience. You will cover up when you make a mistake. You will hide when mistakes come to the surface. You'll dread coming to the office. You'll probably speak less in meetings. You'll question every move you make. How you view your supervisor will dictate what kind of employee you will be. That's the same thing that we see in the parable, and it's the same thing that we're seeing in today's devotion. How we view God is going to dictate how we experience God's kingdom. We, the wise, recognize that we are part of God's kingdom. He is not a part of ours. We don't have a kingdom. You and I are not kings or queens, but instead, 
We are sons and we are daughters of the King. You are a co-heir with Christ for those of us who believe. So when you and I say yes to Jesus, a powerful transformation takes place. We move from just being someone who was created by God to being someone who is now proclaimed as a son or a daughter of him. We get to become a co-heir with Christ. And so if today we're struggling a bit with this idea of God's will reigning supreme in our life, isn't it beautiful to see that God loves us far more than you and I could ever love ourselves? He cares for us as one that has created us. He knows every hair on your head. He knows every part of your life, and he loves you. He wants to have a deep relationship with you. We cannot have that kind of depth of relationship if we go on continuing to think that I know what's best for my life, that I can continue down this individualistic path, believing that I have the right plan and the right path of everywhere I want to go, everything I want to do, the person I want to become. Let's pause for a moment. And as followers of Jesus, let's just be reminded that it is God's will that reigns far greater than anything else in our life. His plan for you is better than anything you could ever hope, dream, or imagine for yourself. So a couple of questions just to leave you with as we prepare to end for today. The first one is this, where are you focusing on your own kingdom rather than seeing the kingdom of God right in front of you? Or, given the earlier part of this time today, who are you expecting to change to fit around what you want? And what might be the result in that relationship? Who are you expecting to change to fit around you? And what do you think is happening in that relationship because of it? And then lastly, where have you drifted into believing that your plan for your life is better than a daily relationship with the king? As we close, I want to just read a prayer that was written in the book of Ephesians. It's Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. And I'm just going to close in prayer as we read this today. It says this, For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. 
For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.